A lot has been written about what inspiring leaders do, from their moving speeches to their magnetic ability to connect. How could you dismiss their powers of persuasion? We often picture inspiring leaders as fearless and attractive because we see them in the movies defeating all the odds. As you look around your workplace, you may find it hard to see all that much charisma oozing from one individual. But inspiration comes in many forms, through many behaviors and varying approaches. If you look, you will see its influence in both big and small ways. In this episode, we're discussing the effects of inspiring leadership and what others become as a result of that inspiration. Welcome to the 90th percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zenger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Corin, and joining me today is my co-host Joe Folkman, the renowned psychometrician. <laughs> Happy holidays, Bri. Happy holidays to you as well. Now, as we were thinking and talking about what message should we share during this end of the year holiday season, we kept thinking about the effect of truly inspiring leaders. And on the podcast, we've had episodes about what inspiring leaders do and how to become one, but we wanted to dig into the effect they have on others beyond you know, the typical ones of engagement and satisfaction percentiles. If there were any gift we could pass along to you this holiday season, it would be the gift of inspiration. Johann Wolfgang von Goethe eloquently described the power and influence of inspiring leaders when he wrote, I've come to the frightening conclusion that I am the decisive element. It is my personal approach that creates the climate. It is my daily mood that makes the weather. I can be a tool of torture or an instrument of inspiration. I can humiliate or humor or hurt or heal. Powerful words that support that popular statement, if mom is not happy, no one is happy. <laughs> but it does give a sense of ownership for our, our actions. Absolutely. And in our research, we found that inspiring leaders were able to create new attitudes and emotions in others. One of those emotions or attitudes is confidence. The overall level of confidence that everyone has is part of the culture of the organization. Inspiring leaders are the driving force in that culture and in nurturing self-efficacy and individual performance. I remember, uh, wow, probably 15 years ago, I had been able to get a contract with a very large company headquartered in downtown New York City. And I remember going to the final presentation there where they awarded us the contract. And I remember walking out on uh, the Avenue of America. <laughs> Mm -hmm. the 6th Avenue there. And I remember sort of looking around and looking at that tall building behind me and thinking to myself, I, I did it. I don't know how I did it. But 
experiences like that really give a person confidence. Mm -hmm. Albert Bandura, a Stanford professor of psychology, studied self-efficacy and confidence. And he discovered that people have a strong belief in their capability, think, feel, and behave differently from those who have doubts about their capabilities. And I, you know, standing there on Sixth Avenue, I felt that. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that, you know, I'm, I'm a player. I can do this. Leaders can be important proponents of building self-confidence and helping others believe that if they are brave enough to attempt something, they will succeed. Yeah, I think that's what's cool about inspiring is the ability that you have to give that gift to others to make them feel like they can conquer it. So the next gift that inspiring leaders give to other people is they pass along their optimism and hope. Inspiring leaders share the way they feel about the future and they broadcast it in the most profound ways. Optimism can be learned and it can be magnified through practice. Research has shown us this. Uh, there's a great article I read a little while ago about hope. It was by Dane Jensen in Harvard Business Review. And he described that hope is this combination of optimism and personal agency. And that's what differentiates hope from its lesser cousins of bravado or wishful thinking. He said, when we play the lottery, we are engaged in wishful thinking. But when we're drawing up a business plan and we take it to the bank for a loan, we are in the domain of hope. So it's that combination of the optimism and personal agency that makes a difference. And he shared this heartbreaking experience of when he was in this seminar with one of the top environmental lawyers and he had to take an assessment before the seminar and rate his belief about whether he thought the future would be better than things are right now. And they talked about hope and how it fosters resilience. And this environmental lawyer, she turned to them and, and she said, I can show you data that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt the future will be worse than the current present. With tears in her eyes, she talked about the struggle to stay hopeful in a world moving irreversibly toward climate catastrophe. I mean, that has got to be so heartbreaking to, to hear that as someone who really has observed the facts. And sometimes the reality of some situations is really grim. So he cautioned in this article that, quote, instead of fixating on a dismal future, consciously imagine plausible alternative futures for yourself that bring you energy and motivation instead of dread and anxiety, close quote. When you work for someone who actually believes in the company's mission and vision, it, it makes such a big difference. I don't know anything that's more inspiring. It's so easy to spot the, the leader who doesn't believe, who badmouths the company and the leadership. It's so toxic and draining. And because of their bad attitude, it takes away your personal hope and passion and purpose. And that's what you need. Working in an organization in which people see the bright side, it's a night and day difference from being involved with those who only look at the dark side. So I agree. This is, this is a gift. <laughs> 
The next gift of inspirational leadership is increased initiative. Leaders create a climate that allows people to experiment, feel ownership, and reward initiative in ways that allow this behavior to flourish. My colleague, Jack Zanger, shared a personal experience in our book, The Inspiring Leader. An executive from a large San Francisco bank came to my hotel, picked me up, and took me to his office for a meeting we'd be holding in that building. Uh, we parked in an underground lot beneath the building, and my friend mentioned, you'll get a kick out of our garage attendant. So I was alert to see what set this attendant apart from the norm. While most attendants greet customers with a nod or a grunt, this person was absolutely effusive. He greeted us by name and he acted as if we were old high school classmates who we hadn't seen for 20 years. He asked about our plans for the day so he'd know the best place to park the car. He escorted us to the elevator bank, pressed the button to get an elevator car and sent us on our way. He had taken a job that some would see as being on the menial end of the spectrum and made it a calling. He injected himself into the work and brightened everyone's day in the process. I love that story. And I love encountering those people that really do love their job and, and take the extra initiative. It's really, it's so inspiring. The next effect of inspiring leadership is this increased responsibility that they instill in others. Leaders convey the message that people are what counts and they're there to do the blocking and tackling for the employees. So when leaders own up to their mistakes, the pattern is established for others to do the same thing. I think that when you feel your leader trusts you, it makes you feel responsible for something. You don't want to let them down and you want to take ownership and rise to the occasion. One effect of inspiring leadership that no one can deny is enthusiasm they spread. Imagine if 80% of the employees expressed a high level of enthusiasm for the work of the organization. To change emotion, you must change the behavior. When people learn to act in new ways, it changes the inner feelings. We found in our research, and I just researched this yesterday, that your emotions affect others' emotions. That if you are enthusiastic, other people become enthusiastic. It's passed on to others and others can see it in you. We also know that even your physical behaviors, your posture can alter your mood. <laughs> there was a fun experiment where experimenters had people put pencils in their mouth sideways. If you turn it and, and you chunk down on a pencil, mm -hmm. it mimics a smile. You're using the same muscles. Well, then they asked people to rate their happiness. The results <laughs> showed that holding a pencil in your mouth makes people more happy. In other words, smiling mimicked the emotion of happiness. <laughs> Inspirational leaders are not afraid to spread their enthusiasm and optimism and smile for those around them. Absolutely. I'm going to I'm going to try that with my kids the next time they're grumpy. Put the pencil in your mouth. <laughs> Great trick. Well, the last effect that comes as a result of these inspiring leaders 
that has really been helpful these last few years is resilience. You describe that inspiring leaders instill an emotional hardiness within others. Everyone will experience difficult events in their career. No one is going to avoid that. But how we respond makes the difference. And research shows that resilient leaders have greater composure in stressful situations. They don't blame others. They don't snap at subordinates or berate others for some actions. They are able to bounce back from these hard times. So inspiring leaders are these role models and observing their willingness to accept reality and to work to improve and adapt to difficult circumstances definitely helps others to do the same. And what a gift to have that role model to to look at, to know how you should respond when times are hard. Well, we hope this list of the effects of inspiring leadership motivates you to act. And in order to help you with that and to give you a gift because we love gifts, not just gifts of feedback. Uh, we created an ebook based on all of the research that Joe and Jack have done on inspiring leadership, which is a lot. There's a book and a lot of articles. <laughs> and so we decided to compile the best of everything and make it into an ebook. If you want to learn more about inspiring leadership and get a copy of this list, you can download our free ebook at the link in the episode notes. This holiday season, give your team members the gift of inspiration by choosing one behavior that will help you inspire those around you this holiday season. The 90th Percentile and Unconventional Leadership Podcast was written and recorded by Brianna O'Corin, Jack Zanger, and Joe Folkman, and produced by Zanger Folkman. If you are interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack and Joe, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, and leave us a great review. We really like to read them. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in our episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com.